6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. of the Rolling Stones for more than a half a century passed away in London this morning that according to his spokesperson he was 80 years of age no cause of death has been announced now a statement from the band and Watts spokesperson reads it is with immense sadness that we announce the death of our beloved Charlie Watts he passed away peacefully in a London hospital earlier today surrounded by his family Charlie was a cherished husband father and grandfather and also a member of the Rolling Stones one of the greatest drummers of his generation we kindly request that the privacy of his family band members and close friends is respected at this difficult time let's take a look at the life the legacy of Charlie Watts this afternoon with Eric Alper, a music publicist, serious XM host, friend of the show, Eric. You know, it's it seems that most of the time we're talking lately is when some of the greats have passed away, and when we use the word great, it certainly applies to Charlie Watts and his talent as a drummer. Yeah, this is a really sad day. I mean, this day sucks. Like, there's just no other word for it because, you know, by all accounts, all you have to do is go on social media today and see the absolute outpouring of love for Charlie as a person and then as a musician and as a drummer. And I think that that, that tells a lot about about the engine of Mm -hmm. the band that he was just how much of a big part he really was of the stones and mick and keith have said that throughout the six decades is no charlie no stones Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of left up to see how uh how serious they're actually going to take that because you know the band loves to play the audience still loves to see them but more importantly through all of this they lost not just you know the drummer and the driver of this whole thing for 60 years but they lost one of their best friends and Mm -hmm. i think that's a little bit hard to take um um, when something like this happens yeah without a doubt and i think that's uh, in the back of a lot of people's minds right now eric is is what happens to the stones is this the end of the line will we ever see the band in concert again you know, they've got their upcoming tour mm-hmm. um, that they have already um, gotten their their friend uh, Steve Jordan, who has played on their Dirty Work album back in the 90s, and also um, he played on all three of Keith Richards' solo albums. So he knows the groups really, really well, probably as better than anybody else other than Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were going to go ahead with the tour due to Charlie's medical condition and then subsequent surgery um, with Charlie's blessing. I'm sure that if Charlie would have said, no way, um, you know, I don't feel comfortable with you guys going out, I'm (laughs) sure they would have had no problem canceling again. Um, But, you know, the tour is still happening as far as everybody knows. Um, But I think in the next couple of days, 
I might not be surprised if there's an announcement, and I don't think anybody would hold it against them if they decided to cancel and move those dates yet again. Eric Alford joining me this afternoon. Uh, Charlie Watson, interesting, um, an interesting character, an interesting background. Certainly, he was a, a, a jazz aficionado. He loved jazz. That's where his music love started and laid. And 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 it was interesting listening to some interviews with him saying that, you know, it was really Keith Richards that introduced him into more uh, rock and roll, that sort of thing. Um, and and and. And, and, and it propelled him. It moved him into this. He didn't like the limelight. He had a a, um, a steady marriage for almost sixty years. Said he he didn't consider himself as a rock and roll star. Like just totally different than I think um, the other members of the band. <laughs> yeah, and and you. Know- I mean, he led a pretty clean lifestyle up until, like, over a couple of years in the late 70s where he developed a drug problem. But he said, like, it was out of sheer boredom. Like, you know, um, he once said that he, during a downtime in the 70s, he grew a beard. Um, but it was too much work. And so he just shaved it off. Like, this is a guy that absolutely comes from that jazz world, um, grew up listening and loving Charlie Parker and yep. Jelly Roe Morton and Monk and Chico Hamilton and even wore suits as a teenager to bed so that it gave them a little bit of a worn-in look. But even when you watch the video, still to this day, he holds the drumsticks like a jazz drummer. Mm -hmm. He doesn't hold it like Animal from the Muppets or Dave Grohl (laughs) or John Bonham from Zeppelin. He's flourishing. He's using the space that the Rolling Stones has between the notes to kind of still still maintain that backbeat to everything, but at the same time, you know, allows him to do little kicks and little hiccups in the songs that that are just kind of really funky and fun to, to listen to and certainly to play. Yeah, you know, um, Charlie Watts saying, you know, well, except for a, a small point of time, left the hell raising that defined the band in the 60s and 70s to the other members. He did end up with a heroin addiction for a short time, got clean with the with the support of, of his family. Um, but he, he, you know, some of the comments that he has made about, you know, being in the back playing playing drums, that he was uh, decades of seeing Mick Jagger's bum running around in front of him, which I had, yeah. to, I had to chuckle at that one. But, you you know, not only the drumming, though, I mean, he was a big part of how the band's look um, unfolded on stage. You know, he had a bit of a graphic design background as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did a lot of the doodles and, the, and a lot of the drawings that you see on the Rolling Stones album covers and in their programs and on their, their T-shirts and merchandise designs. Um, and he also really worked with Mick Jagger to create the look and the feel of all of their stage shows. I mean, he had a real art background, you know, when you talk about the Stones and the Who and the Beatles and and these great British bands, the Kinks, Mm. they all had art design background. They were, you know, they thought rock and roll, being in a rock and roll band, might be lasting a year or two, <laughs> you know, at the most. And so they had to pick careers, respectable careers, like architecture, drawing, painting, going into, um, you know, going into a shop, being a truck driver. Um, and, and those were the jobs that people thought, well, after I turn 25, it's going to be, um, it's going to be hoisted upon me to kind of, you know, learn 
you know, a respectable trade and earn a living. And even he said that he didn't think that it would be a lifetime <laughs> job. How could it? Because back then, nobody, you know, even if you look back at those old films of Ringo Starr yep. in like 1964 coming to America, um, people were asking him, what are they, he going to do when it's all over? And he's yeah. like, I, maybe I'll open up a hat shop. <laughs> <laughs> Before I let you go, I mean, when I, when when we look back in the history books and we look up Charlie Watts, I don't know, 20, 30, 50 years from now, what will it say? Uh, he was a gentleman and easily one of the greatest drummers of all time, regardless of style of music. Eric Alper, always a joy talking to you. Thanks for uh, checking in this afternoon. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks for having me. We'll yeah. talk soon. Take care. Eric Alper, uh, who is uh, a music publicist and a Sirium XM host. Charlie Watts was married, as I mentioned, almost 60 years. He was asked in an interview with NME back in 2018, what was his secret? Because I'm not really a rock star. I don't, have, I don't have all the trappings of that, really. I'm not really a rock star. Boy, oh boy.